part two chapter seven of a vital question or what is to be done by nikolai chernyshevsky translated by nathan haskell dole eighteen fifty two to nineteen thirty five and others this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part two first love and legal marriage chapter seven Maria Alexievna's words had many interpretations, and they were not less fecund in results. On the side of the special signification, that is, as regarded the reduction in the price of the lessons, Maria Alexievna attained greater success than she anticipated. When, after two more lessons, she insinuated that they were poor people, Dmitri Sergeyevich at first stuck to his price, stuck to it strenuously, for a long time he did not yield long insisted on his three paper roubles it must be remembered that at this time the three-rouble note was worth only seventy kopecks marya alexievna did not expect to beat down his price but contrary to all her expectations succeeded in reducing the price to sixty kopecks a lesson apparently the special signification of her words the hope of beating down the price contradicted her high opinion of dmitri sergeyevich not of lopukhov but of dmitri sergeyevich as of a man shrewd in money matters what would make a man who was a keen financier give in about money on account of our poverty and if dmitri sergeyevich did yield then consequently one would be disappointed in him and find in him a short-sighted man and therefore a man to be avoided of course she would judge that way in the case of a stranger but human beings are so created that it is hard for them to judge of their own affairs according to the general rule a man is extremely apt to make exceptions in his own favour what can be done with this peculiarity of the human heart it is bad it is injurious but marya alexeyevna was unfortunately not exempted from this fault which is the almost universal affliction of the penurious of the sneaks and of the wicked there is salvation from it in only two extreme and opposite kinds of moral right a man may reach such a lofty plane of transcendental rascality that he becomes the eighth wonder of the world for his virtuosity in crime like ali pasha yaninska jezar pasha of syria mohammed ali of egypt all of whom deceived the european diplomats and jezar deceived napoleon the great as though they were children when rascality has enclosed a man around with such an absolutely impregnable armour that it is absolutely impossible to reach any human weakness ambition love of honours love of command love of self or anything else he is safe but such heroes of rascality are very rare you can scarcely find them in the countries of europe where virtuosity and wickedness is destroyed by a good many weak points therefore if they show you a wily fellow and say this fellow cannot be deceived by any one boldly put up ten roubles against one that you although not so wily will mislead this wily fellow if you only make up your mind to do so and still more boldly put up one hundred roubles against one that he himself is leading himself by the nose in some direction or other because it is the most ordinary and characteristic feature in the wily to be led in some direction or other by the nose how artful in all appearance were louis philippe and metternich and how nicely they led themselves by the nose out of paris and vienna into golden and lovely places of bucolic calmness and enjoyed the picture of makar driving his calves and napoleon the first what a wily rascal he was 
wilier than louis philippe and metternich taken together and yet they say that with all his wiliness he had a genial temper and thus how masterly he led himself by the nose to elba nay he even wanted to go further and dragged himself by the nose to st helena how unlikely it seemed at first almost impossible but he succeeded at last in overthrowing all the obstacles in the way of reaching the island of st helena just read over the history of the campaign of eighteen fifteen and you will see with what energy and skill he dragged himself by the nose alas and even marya alexievna was not exempted from this injurious tendency there are few people for whom the armour against temptation serves as an absolute protection from the deception of others but on the other hand there are a good many people for whom simple honesty of heart serves as a protection against such deception according to the testimony of Yedokes and johnny Keynes, there is nothing harder than to deceive an honest sincere man if he has some common sense and knowledge of the world bright honest men who have their wits about them are not liable to temptation individually but they have in one respect a weakness that is injurious when taken altogether they are subject to deception a rascal is not able to lead any one of them by the nose but the noses of them taken collectively are always ready for use but the rascals whose noses individually are weak cannot be led by the nose in this consists the whole mystery of the history of the world but to branch off into the history of the world is not necessary when you are writing a novel go ahead with your novel the first result of marya alexievna's words was the cheapening of the lessons the second result was that by getting the tutor cheaper that is not the tutor but dmitri sergeitch marya alexievna was still more confirmed in her good opinion of him as a man of solidity she even came to the conviction that conversation with him would be profitable for vierotchka his influence will dispose vierotchka to marry mikhail ivanovitch this conclusion was extremely brilliant and marya alexievna would probably not have reached it by her own wit but she met with such plain proof that she could not help noticing dmitri sergeitch's good influence over vierotchka how this was proved to her we shall soon see the third result of marya alexievna's words was that vierotchka and dmitri sergeitch began under her encouragement and permission to spend considerable time together after he had finished giving his lessons towards eight o'clock lopukov used to stay for two or three hours longer at the rosalskys he played cards with the mother of the family and the bridegroom he talked with them he played on the piano and vierotchka would sing or vierotchka played and he would listen sometimes he spoke with vierotchka and marya alexievna did not interfere was not angry although of course she did not leave them without her supervision oh of course she did not leave them absolutely to themselves because although dmitri sergeitch was a very proper young man still the proverb does not say in vain don't hide things carelessly and you won't lead a thief into sin dmitri sergeitch is a thief there is no doubt about it but it is not said by way of blame but on the contrary otherwise there wouldn't be any reason for respecting him and making him a friend of the family would there is there any sense of making the acquaintance of fools of course it is well to make the acquaintance of fools sometimes when you can take advantage of them but dmitri sergeitch has nothing to his name as yet it must be therefore that they are friendly with him only because of his good qualities that is for his sense solidity prudence and skill in managing his own affairs and if every one has the deuce knows what in his mind then such a clever man must have more than others 
consequently we must look and look at dmitri sergeitch and marya alexievna studied him very industriously and energetically but all her observations only corroborated her opinion of dmitri sergeitch's solidity and good character for instance how can one tell amorous intentions by noticing the way in which a young man looks at a girl here vierotchka is playing and dmitri sergeitch is standing and listening and marya alexievna is watching the direction in which he turns his eyes but sometimes he does not even look at vierotchka he looks anywhere else or sometimes when he is looking at her he looks so innocently so indifferently into her face that it can quickly be seen that he is looking at her only out of politeness and is thinking of his bride's dowry his eyes do not burn like mikhail ivanovitch's again how can the existence of love be detected by caressing words but in this case no caressing words are heard and they really speak very little together he talks by preference with marya alexievna or here for instance he began to bring vierotchka books once vierotchka went to see a friend and mikhail ivanovitch was at the rosalsky's marya alexievna took the books that the tutor brought and handed them to mikhail ivanovitch just look here mikhail ivanovitch this french i almost understand by myself this word gostinaya meaning drawing-room of course it must be a book about manners ain't it but the german one i don't understand no marya alexievna that word is not gostinaya but destine fate what kind of a fate is it a novel that's called so or is it a sort of oracle or fortune book we will quickly find out marya alexievna from the book itself mikhail ivanovitch turned several of the leaves it seems to speak mostly about series and things i guess it is a scientific book about serious things that is good no series what series oh yes banknotes then it's something about managing money yes that's it marya alexievna nu what's the german one mikhail ivanovitch read slowly concerning religion works of ludwig oh yes ludwig the fourteenth marya alexievna this is the work of louis the fourteenth he was a french king marya alexievna the father of the king in whose place napoleon is reigning now then it must be a theological work yes i think so that is good mikhail ivanovitch yes indeed i knew it dmitri sergeitch is a reliable young man still one must keep his eyes sharp on any young man of course he has no bad intentions in his mind but for all that i am extremely grateful to you marya alexievna for keeping your eyes open one's got to do so i am on the watch mikhail ivanovitch it is a mother's duty to keep her daughter straight and i pledge you my honour as far as vierotchka is concerned but there's one thing occurs to me mikhail ivanovitch what belief did that french king hold catholic naturally then don't he try to convert folks into the papistry i don't think so marya alexievna if he had been a catholic bishop then of course he would have tried to make converts but a king would not spend his time that way as a wise ruler and politician he'd simply teach virtue what else marya alexievna could not help seeing that mikhail ivanovitch with all his narrow mind argued the case very skilfully but for all that she cleared up the matter with perfect satisfaction two or three days later she suddenly said to lopukov while playing with him rather than with mikhail ivanovitch tell me dmitri sergeitch i want to ask you something the father of the last french king the very man in whose shoes the present napoleon is reigning did he make folks get converted into the religion of the pope no he did not marya alexievna 
is the pope's religion good dmitri sergeitch no it is not marya alexievna i play seven of diamonds i just asked out of curiosity dmitri sergeitch being as i'm an ignorant woman and it is interesting to know you are taking a good many tricks dmitri sergeitch it can't be helped marya alexievna we are taught at the medical school to play cards well a doctor must know how to take tricks lopukhov is puzzled to this day to know why marya alexievna wanted to know whether philippe egalite ordered folks to be baptized in the religion of the pope well how after all this could it be wondered at that marya alexievna stopped wearying herself by perpetual supervision he keeps his eyes where they should be his face has shown no amorous susceptibilities he gives her theological books to read that ought to be enough but no marya alexievna was not satisfied but she even managed to put him to a test as though she had studied the logic which i have learned by heart and which says the observations of phenomena must be made by means of experiments carried on in a skilful plan if one would have the most thorough penetration into the secrets of such relations and she so managed to bring about this trial as though she had read saxon's grammar which tells how hamlet was tempted by ophelia in the grove end of part two chapter seven recording by expatriate in bangor maine